0: Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups, son of a. But don't be afraid. That's why we give you weekend fantasy update.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back to Hour 2 of the program. I'm the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart, along with my boy George, the Colonel General Kurtz talking a little baseball. Sean Angle holding things down in NYC. We got uh, basically Georgia baseball board. uh, Saturdays I don't like as much. I like the Sunday show because we get right into those 1 o'clock games and the live bets and doing a lot more dancing around, but I'll give you some live golf uh, there right now. We got the WGC. Big tournament, actually. It uh, used to just be the FedEx St. Jude, but now a WGC event. Bonus points uh, for the FedEx Cup. Four matchups left on the board. Matt Kuchar minus 125 versus Adam Scott at plus 105. I'm I have a lean to uh, Adam Scott in that matchup, but I'm not going to bet it. Cameron Smith minus 120 against Alex Noren. A small sprinkle on Cameron Smith, who's playing really good golf this week. Matthew Fitzpatrick versus Billy Horschel. That's a pick. lean to Horschel there. Fitzpatrick had a nice round. He's leading the tournament. And Patrick Cantlay versus John Rom, the super matchup there. I will take a piece of Patrick Cantlay. Small play. Rom uh, kind of grinded out a decent round, but Cantlay. Uh, it's a good uh, good pick. He's uh, actually now a slight dog. A five. So minus 105 to. Minus Minus 115 for John Rahm. I am on can live lines in this tournament too. If you guys want to, you know, you know, enjoy your weekend, pick a winner. You've got Fitzpatrick plus 450. Rom five to one. Cantley six. We said look at that when I did the show with Gabe at twelve to one. He's down to six. McElroy at nine, very intriguing as well. Kepka, solid. Does he have the juice? Cam Smith, 16 to 1. Rose, 16 to 1. Justin Thomas, I also like at 18 to one webb simpson at 20 to one is intriguing that's basically is about how deep as i would go for this tournament into the third round so george we were talking about the cleveland indians and i i you know i just think it's a really good price because there's a lot of baseball left and they only have to catch up by two games i know we could have got them at seven to one instead of plus 220 but george talk me out of it i'm i'm, I'm clicking like i'm not uh, you know what i mean i just think that's a that's a good number with a lot of baseball to go and you get, uh, you know, almost two and a half times your money. Do you think they win the division? I do.
2: I think they win the division. Yeah, I do as well. Yeah, it's a good I bet. Right now. I think I, we should get in on it, George. Base, like, you know. I Baseball I, is I, a long season. It is. And Minnesota's it, it, fading. It, it's, you, it's made you for the best about game it. to win
1: it is yeah it is good excellent point it's like a long horse race you know not sometimes if you get out of the gate like you know and you stumble ah you don't get the wire but at Belmont big long race seven furlongs you go out there usually if you get a clean trip the best one is going to win and I feel that way about Cleveland with their pitching staff and you brought up a great point about Minnesota's a lot of their guys look like they're just really struggling and I know they have wicked bats they set the home run record but it doesn't matter those the Yankees series that's the thing if you can't pitch you're still going to lose uh, baseball baseball games and I, I'll take uh, I'll take. Cleveland with their bat and their staff is a million times
2: better than the than the twin staff. It is. I mean it is. Uh I'd rather have pitching than hitting. You know. Uh, I, I just think it's easier for Cleveland to fix the uh, the hitting. You know, Mikado coming up certainly helped. He's a nice bat for them. I now mean, he may Eventually hit a wall there. Most uh, rookies do. do. But I think they had a bat. It doesn't, and it doesn't need to be a fantastic bat. If they get a good, solid bat on um, before Wednesday, before the deadline Wednesday, 4 p.m. Eastern time, I think they'll be in very good shape here. You know, like Kluber's throwing again, so he should be back. Uh, I, I, I shouldn't say we don't know when he'll be back, but I think it's sometime in August that's legitimate to say that he'll be back in August. All right, so that helps. And they're, they're pretty already pitching great, even without him. You know, hopefully he can figure out whatever... He wasn't all that great in April, but hopefully he can figure it out. But he's starting bullpen sessions now. So he should be back, like I said, sometime in August, maybe late August. Carrasco is a little bit more iffy because of uh, the leukemia. Uh, I th- but I think he's back in August as well. He's also, once again, throwing bullpen sessions. But he's about 10 days ahead of Kluber. So I think Carrasco could be back in mid-August. You know, So once again, we like that. Yeah, we like that. That's adding two arms. That's why I think they can afford to trade Bauer. Kluber. Carrasco, Clevenger, Bieber. I mean, my God, no yep. one can really match that. Very few teams can match that. And please, is is a fine number five. If you could just add that one bat, Cam, that one bat, you know, that helps you, your lineup overall. You don't need to be the Yankees lineup. You don't need to be the Boston lineup or the Minnesota lineup because you can pitch better than all of them. You can add that what, one bat. That would I'm going to
1: ask you, George, what do you think of Cleveland? On one of my books, they're 18-1 to one to win the World Series. That's a good number. And my other two, they're exactly 16. I looked at three of them, 16, 16, and one of them, 18. That's a good number.
2: You know, I think when it comes to uh, uh, when it comes to Cleveland, you know, someone asked about uh, the, the Dodgers. Uh, if I would take uh, the National League field over Dodgers, I would take the Dodgers over the National League field. But if you threw in the, the entire Major League Baseball field, well, then I would take the field. I think someone from the American League could beat them. Uh, I'm probably thinking more Houston in a rematch there. But, you know, Cleveland, if they can get that bat, you know, it, it helps. Because I said that pitching staff matches up. If Klu- there's, a, there's a lot of ifs here. If they get the bat. If Kluber is the pitcher we saw. Because Kluber, one of the knocks on him, he's been bad in the playoffs, Right. But I think that's because of the long season. He's tired. Well, he's, that shouldn't be a problem this year. He's missed most of the season. But the problem is he didn't pitch well when he did pitch. Was it just a slow start? And he was going to be fine, or is it the beginning of the end for Kluber? That we don't know. So there's a big if there. And so that's where I'm. Gonna, you know, if I going to play hesitation, play caution. That's it. If Carrasco can come back and be Carrasco. There's a lot of ifs here for Cleveland to win the World Series. Uh, So, no, I don't think they can win the World Series. I I like the numbers. 18-1, to I don't think you have much to lose. You want throw 10, 20 bucks on it? Why not? I wouldn't probably go much higher than that. that For me, I think Houston's the team uh, that can give the Dodgers the biggest run because of Cole and Verlander, because Houston can hit as well, and I think they, they will add. I think it's probably more on the pitching side, but they're going to add something at the deadline.
1: Hey, George, uh, I'm not sure if you know. I know we're not going to get into this to closer the season, but we're on top of everything. It's called Weekend Wagers. The hockey uh, divisions came out, some point totals. I'm working on the point totals uh, right now. But to win divisions, have you looked at anything right now? Have you jumped on anything uh, early? Because, you know, maybe they've come up with a bad number. But, uh, uh, yeah, basically they've already, hey, the books don't screw around, right? Boom. They come out. The numbers are there. And have you looked at anything? Have I looked? No. Uh, I have my opinions of who's going to win each division. Good. I'm uh, going to throw some stuff at you. Is that cool? Because I, yeah. I, I, I want to see what you say. I just, they have a couple of them posted on my book right now. Not every division, but we'll go through it quickly because, you know, and we'll get into some NFL fantasy a little bit later and go through uh, the baseball lines too. The first game is just after 3 o'clock, uh, the Blue Jays and Rays. But in the Atlantic Division, Tampa Bay, the favorite, plus 110. Uh, Toronto, plus 275. Boston, plus 325. Florida, plus 650. Montreal, 40-1. Buffalo 60, to Buffalo sixty, Detroit 200, and the Senators 500. Is Tampa Bay good enough at plus money to take in the Atlantic at plus 110? Would it, is it a bet you make, or do you need a little bit more? Looking at a team like Toronto, they're good, just not as good as Tampa Bay and Boston plus 3. Boston at plus 325, a little bit intriguing. Florida not enough at plus 650, in my opinion.
2: I mean, I agree with you on all, all the points there. I mean, uh, I think Tampa Bay does win that division, but you're not getting anything for it. I mean, yeah, I know you're going to get a dime. Yay. Uh, I'd like some more Toronto's going to have some issues. I mean, <laughs> I'd like to know what's <laughs> going to go on with uh, Marner and Toronto first. And then uh, the goal thing always going to be a problem there. And yeah. You they, that story's been kind
1: listen. of quiet, Kurtz. like we haven't heard anything in a while, right? Like, you know, it's kind of, eh, I wonder what's happening. Like, it's been kind of hush-hush there. Like, I know the Cadre deal to Colorado, but I haven't really heard anything on the on the Marner deal in a while. But I tell you, they're they're nervous as hell
2: probably. I don't think anything's going to happen now because Toronto's done a magnificent job of building up cap space where well, now they can match offers yep. I, I think this is a, any team that was thinking about doing it if, uh, let's throw the analysts in there because I think they should have done it yep. uh, if the analysts were thinking about doing it they waited too long because now Toronto, you know, by uh, all the moves they've now they've added David Clarkson, which I yep. understand is very complicated for those who don't understand the NHL yeah. long-term IR. I'm not going to get into it. But no. by adding David Clarkson, it's allowed them even more cap room now. It'll hurt them in the long run, but it'll, uh, for now it helps with the minor situation in case they need cap now money now a smart move by i mean extremely dubis is doing
1: a good job you know i know he is one of those analytics kids but i know he has some it's
2: good they have a nice mix of like old
1: school guys but him to go through numbers and their cap people are really really smart no i'm actually shocked george they always screw this stuff up and this year they've really figured it out and that's an excellent point by you like like their mathematical numbers and fitting everything in if somebody comes after marner they're definitely going to match it i like tampa bay at plus 110 uh, I don't think it's enough for Toronto at plus 275 or Boston. So going to leave that one. Central, I find very interesting. Um, you have the Colorado Avalanche is the favorite, plus 250. St. Louis, plus 400. The Nashville Predators, plus 425. Dallas, plus 425. The Winnipeg Jets, 5-1. to Chicago, 9. Mm, that's intriguing. And the Minnesota Wild at 50. I'm going to tell you something, George. I know Nashville was very disappointed getting rid of Subban. I know he's going to be happy in a jersey addition by subtraction. I think uh, they're going to have some more scoring. I think that the Nashville Predators at plus 425, that's a number I can deal with just to win their division. And I think I like Chicago as a long shot at 9-1. to one. What do you think?
2: Well, this is this is the division from hell. I mean, there's a lot of good, uh, good, teams. Lot of good teams. Yeah, you can make a case for Colorado,
1: St. Louis, Nashville, Dallas, Winnipeg, and Chicago.
2: Uh, I, don't, I don't know if you can make a case for Chicago, but that's a, an improving team again. Yes. You know, but I don't think I'd put them at the division winner. But even Minnesota, the, uh, that's a decent squad as well. Once again, not for a division. But you could make it argue for the other, four team, or other five teams. I mean, wow. Uh, I agree with you. I think I have Nashville number one as well. But I don't know how much further I put them over Winnipeg. St. Louis is defending Stanley Cup champions. I think they do take a step back. I do. I think. Yeah, I think uh, things sort of went well there for them. Uh, Dallas, I don't quite put them in the division winning yet, but that's an improving team as well. And I like some of the moves they've made. adding Pavelski, uh, maybe he gives them two good, depending on how they split these guys up, but maybe two good lines now uh, evens things out here. You know, it's a it's a tough division. In my mind, the best division in hockey. Yes, you know, I, think it, I think it is that good. I'll agree with you on Nashville, but man, this is the vision where whoever makes the best moves from here on out could win it. Whoever stays the healthiest can win it, yeah. you know, or the reverse could happen. You suffer a couple of injuries, it could put you too far behind to catch these guys. But I agree on Nashville. I think they're the best team right now.
1: I, I think plus 425 is a good price. And know what the thing is? If we knock out—this is the way to do it too, George. If we knock out St. Louis because we both think they're going to regress, you bet—say you bet 100 bucks at Colorado at plus 250, 100 bucks at Nashville plus 425, one of them hits, you still make money, and you have two teams because you're getting plus 250 with the abs Sounds pretty good to me.
2: It does. It, it does. It's funny how when, you, when you look at things that way, how things can work out here. Uh, you, well, you can't yeah. take
1: everybody, but if you take two teams at plus, to think about it, one of them is going to win. Say that, so the worst-case scenario, you win 150 bucks if one of them wins. Yeah, I am so looking forward to this division. <laughs> uh, we, I mean, no, I'm excited, is, too. It's going it's to be fun. No, they, They're going to murder each other. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be those, a lot of fun. Those division
2: games are going to be a wreck.
1: Here's another one, George. This is an interesting one. We'll look at the Metropolitan with uh, your Islanders here, but we got Washington as the favorites, plus three fifty. The Pittsburgh Penguins four to one, Islanders five to one, Carolina five to one, New Jersey five to one. Wow. Philadelphia plus seven fifty, Rangers ten to one, Jackets twenty two to one. Lots of improving teams. When we get, uh, go through the point totals and go through it on a future show, I think the Rangers and Devils, both uh, teams around you, George, I think are going to be uh, improving. But uh, to win the division, not just yet. I'm not sure. Pittsburgh at 4-1 to one looks very intriguing, though.
2: Yeah, I didn't hear what you said about Pittsburgh the first time. 4-1, to, so it's four to one. One. and the
1: Capitals are the favorites, plus 350. I kind of like Pittsburgh yeah. there.
2: Yeah, the, I don't think any of the other teams you mentioned, Islanders, Canes, Jackets, Flyers, Rangers, Devils, I don't think they're really in contention for the division title. But I think the Islanders have regressed. I think the Rangers and Devils have vastly improved, but not enough of a division yet. I think it does come down to Pittsburgh and Washington again. You know, the Kessel trade, is that it, the addition by subtraction? Could What be. they did there, you know, I wonder that. But I think for uh, Pittsburgh, it comes down to this. Can Matt Murray stay healthy for any length of time?
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a, a, and and always question, too, the defense. Like, Getzel's good, Crosby's good. Pittsburgh gets a little bit loose. Like, they have a lot of offensive defensemen on their team. They need a real, like, shut-down type of guy to help the mediocre goaltending. It's not Offense isn't a problem.
2: No, no, they'll score goals. They just need uh, Murray to stay healthy. Uh, Letang, who did stay healthy last year, he needs to stay healthy because when he's out, that really hurts that defense there. But uh, I would would take a shot at Pittsburgh. I don't love it, but I don't. I'm always. I've always been surprised that Washington's been able to be this great a team year after year after year. So I, I can't. I start. can't
1: believe they listed the Devils at five to one. I like them, but they should be nine to one. Like that's that's an overreaction. Like I don't think they can make that type of improvement. And I really like what the Rangers are doing, but at ten to one. Uh, I think I'm go- I'm going to pass there. I like the Pittsburgh Penguins at uh, plus 400, and a little bit more than Washington at plus 350. Finally, George, we got Pacific. Vegas is the only team that's straight even uh, plus 100. Sharks plus uh, 425. Calgary plus 425. Edmonton 11 to one. Vancouver 12. Arizona 12. Kings 66, and the Ducks 66. How the mighty California teams have fallen, uh, George? Is it? Is it all? Are you all in with Vegas? They should be able to take care of business. I kind of like Edmonton as a huge long shot at eleven to one, but yeah, I don't think they'll pull the trigger. Vegas is actually not a bad bet there. They should clearly
2: win this division. I agree. I think they're the best team as well here. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I like San Jose, but man, they lose Pavelski I think hurts. Plus four
1: twenty five, not enough for me. With the aging players that they have, Albrand and Metamucil George, like they got some old dudes on that team. It's a young man's game. Like it's just, I, I just look at San Jose, the guys they've lost to. I'm gonna pass.
2: Yeah, I think, uh, I think Vegas underachieved last year. They still should have beaten San Jose in the playoffs if not for that horrific call. Yeah. But uh, and so yeah, I, I'm with you here. I think uh, Vegas is the best team. Actually, I've thought that anyway. But uh, I'm, I think, I think Vegas is the best overall team. I think they'll rebound somewhat. So we didn't get past what happened to them. And I, I think they'll be fine. So give me, uh, give me the Vegas golden Knights here as well. I, I said, I do like the sharks, but you lost Pavelski. And I think that uh, it's
1: a good bet. Like at least you don't have to lay. I would have probably thought like Vegas with the rest of the teams, like minus a buck 60, you'd have to lay, but because there's other cause San Jose people still respect at plus uh, 425, You're getting even money, George. I, I might make a bet of like team to teams to make the playoffs when they come out. I got a weird feeling. The Arizona coyotes like sneak in the seven or eight hole. In the, in the West. What do you think about that? I think they're an improving team.
2: The problem, I discussed this uh, on NHL Breakdown yesterday. Nice. Uh, to put the Arizona Coyotes in the playoffs, who are you taking out? I think they're the ninth best team. I, think and, 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 I don't Think about it. Nashville, Winnipeg, St. Louis, Dallas, Colorado. Calgary, San Jose, Vegas. Yeah. yeah who are you yeah. taking out? Run that by me again. <sighs> Nashville, Winnipeg. St. Louis, Dallas, Colorado, Calgary, San Jose, Vegas. I'm either taking out.
1: I'm. I'm. No How how crazy this is going to sound? St. Louis. I don't think they'll regress that much. Be interesting. We'll see. They were on. They were on a good heater when they were. Uh, you're you're right. It's interesting, but I'm just saying them or San Jose. I'd look at though. So those are the teams, San Jose. will probably sneak into. No, I just I really like the Arizona Coyotes to improve. But you said it though. It's hard. Somebody else has to leave. It's a good point. Uh,
2: I don't know. They, and they got a uh, with that goaltending of there in Kemper. I mean. I I don't mind.
1: Uh, I I think they're. I
2: I don't. I don't think it's that bad. I think
1: Anti Ranta is actually pretty good. Kemper, he's hot and cold, but you know he's okay. Arizona's they're a weird team, George. They got a lot of good young talent and Kessel on the power play. The problem with them was goals, right? Now you bring a guy like that in for special teams. I think it's a good move.
2: I, I just don't think they have enough. I don't think they're there, there, yeah. they're yet. Not selling you, George. I'm not selling no. you. Oh, oh. No, sorry. Yeah, I know. I, okay. I think they're the ninth best team, and I think they're well, they still need that they, still work that needs to be done. I'll take a look at the number of them getting into the
1: playoffs. We'll talk a little fantasy football. We'll go through the baseball board and a whole lot more. Weekend wagers coming back at you after a very short break. Weekend wagers, love us. Uh, uh, I love that one in the rotation, the old cop scene, right George? Deh, deh. You're right. It's not like acing, but it's like, like, like the plotting, like before before the action. That's uh, that song gets me every time. I love it. Ozzy born it... thinking of cops. Love <laughs> it, Cam. Love it. Fantastic. What are you it's saying, George? Tune. It's yeah, a it's good tune. It just reminds me
2: got like that kind of like, yeah, that it's like a setup for the big, uh, for the big fight, the big bus. The big, uh, yeah, the big, yeah, <laughs> the big bus, the big shootout, whatever, the big car chase, whatever
1: it's going to be, exactly. I don't like these Saturdays, George. I'll tell you, like these baseball games, they, what they should do, they should start a, at least a couple of them in the afternoon, then we have some live, and then go to the four o'clock slate. Like, why do they wait till three o'clock, but on Sunday it's just, uh, uh the full Monty at like one? What, uh, you know, it's kind of weird.
2: It's all ratings. I'm telling you, everything is dictated by ratings yeah. and when people show up to the games. If people, would, uh, if they thought people would show up at one o'clock, guess what? Games are on at one. But it makes sense. You think about it. People go out on Saturdays, right? You get your stuff done. Maybe yeah, yeah. you're out to the beach, or you're not watching the game. Sunday's more of a stay home day. Early family dinners, that sort yeah, of thing. That's for they regular people,
1: George. We get our stuff done during the week because you know we're doing other stuff, right? We're working
2: on the weekend and doing other things, we're, right? We, we gotta work the weekend you now. What, <laughs> what did Lover boy say? Everybody's <laughs> yeah, working, for the, working
1: for the weekend. we're working for the weekend. Want a piece of George Hunt? down Yeah. So what are we doing so today, today, George? Uh, we talked running backs before. You want to do a little wide receiver chat? Uh, see, see how you rank uh, rank some of the receivers uh, compared to some other people. How, uh, first of all, you finished. How many drafts have you done right now? You've done two
2: or three already? Um, how many have I done right now? One, three. I've done, I've, I've done wow. three live. That's I mean impressive. I've done best, I, I have three, but they don't leads, start by yet. The way. Wow. Yeah, you I, guys I, do I, them I early. Yeah, I don't count best ball leagues, by the way, because that's I, I draft didn't leave it. So those aren't real yeah. leagues for me. I've done three leagues right now that I'm going to have to play out, make moves, and set lineups and that sort of thing.
1: Wow, that's a lot. And do you, do you have any more coming up? Like, like, I have three leagues, but they're all around, like, Labor Day. Like, we do them in September type of thing. The Friends League, big high, high roller league uh, with the the guys, uh, like, hit the, the one that's a couple grand. Uh, my partner hopefully will take care of the pills after because I'm broke uh, yeah and, and and another another one that's kind of like medium like three 300 bucks or whatever but uh, you got some more coming up.
2: Yeah, my two home leagues. Those are in August. Uh, one home league is August 24th at a friend's house. And the league, my league will be, I think, oh, I'm trying to set it up now, by the way. Nothing. Nothing worse than trying to set up a fantasy league, by the way. I wish I could tell people, I guess I can tell you, but I wish I could show people the excuses I've gotten of why people can't make a draft. It's hilarious. You know, I came up in the first week of school. It's stupid. Every excuse.
1: You can find a way. There's 365 right. days of the year. Even my one buddy's kid's in a, like a baseball tournament. I get it. Like if they do well and go to like the provincials or whatever. You know, I get it. But. That's the thing. Like we had guys that were just doing, we used to give them auto draft, like whatever was ranked or whatever on the computer. You, that's the guy that you get. But well, I remember one time the guy's autograph, t- autograph team was amazing. It just worked out. Usually never does, but one guy got a wicked team one year. And we're like, this is ridiculous. But uh, I think you got to be there. It's just one of those things. Hell, you don't even see these people anymore. To me, it's like, at least you catch up. Guys I haven't seen in a while. It's kind of like uh, a reunion. I don't go to the high school reunion. We go to our fantasy draft. That's the reunion. Damn right.
2: <laughs> right, damn right. Fantasy friends. Oh, the one time a year yeah. that I get to see all, all the guys. Yeah, I get to see all my friends. We all get together and stuff like that. So yeah, I got one draft on the twenty fourth. I'm trying to make uh, make mine the twenty second, I believe. And then I will have at least one other league, probably more than that. So that's what six. Generally, I play in about eight. I eight's about my max. Because you think I got eight football, baseball still going at the same time. Then we got hockey. You know, I'll be probably a half dozen hockey leagues as well. So yeah, I'm only get, in one I hockey, I'm only in one it. hockey one.
1: You're an animal, George. You go in a lot of leagues, <laughs> and you manage uh, yeah, to I, fix uh, fix leaky roofs. Spend enough time with your wife that she's satisfied with you as a husband. Very impressive, and take the kids to soccer. You're a, you're a you're a jack of all trades, Kurtz. Got to hand it to you. I've calmed down. I
2: used to more, and then <laughs> and I, uh, I used to be in more too. And then my girlfriend's yeah. like, okay, "Tony and guys, I had this yeah, conversational. <laughs> Tony, t- Tony Sinkata and I had this conversation a lot. How we think we're better players if we don't play in as many leagues, because you yeah. pay attention more. You know, you can concentrate more Maybe you're playing. You know." Uh, I know I kid Jim Day because he's in like 120. I'm not joking. Yeah. Uh, oh, like Jim's hardcore the, the fantasy that, does. Nuts. Yeah. I don't yeah. see how you can make your moves. Well, see, it would be your think whole. What happens?
1: That'd be your whole life, and it'd be hard because you'd have to balance like. like what do I do with my time this league cost me this compared to this league so you have to believe you'd pay attention to more which would give you like fiscally a better situation of financially course. right like you'll look at the the, 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 the the one league that has like nothing for you You're like oh, I'm only gonna win like 50 bucks you know what? I'll deal with the one where I can win thousands that one gets gassed this one gets my attention so you are gonna fail yeah I'm with you I think you can't have enough brain power capacity Jim's a smart guy and I always he's he's to committed, committed to football but that's crazy that's a, that's a lot of time.
2: I, it's. I don't know how many of those things are best ball. Cause like I said, I play in eight, about eight re, re, leagues. Well, to pay attention to make moves, you know, I might play in another twenty that are best ball. Like I said, those are drafted. that draft takes an hour, hour and a half, then you leave it. Yeah, you know, that's what a best ball league is. You can't make moves. You're taking your best players, and that's it. You know, that, that's all you, all you do here. So I don't count those leagues. Those are easy to do. So I don't know how many of uh, those leagues that Jim plays in are actually best ball leagues, where he's not got to worry. But they're not all best balls. So he has 60 regular leagues. What happens at 1245 on a Sunday when you find out player A isn't playing the one that's that's a game a all of a sudden? excellent Holy point. Holy crap. That's I, I, I would, I minute, would minute. flip out.
1: And a lot of the time, you have like different passwords. Like hell, my my betting sites. I got three or four of them. Like I have different passwords for each one. Like I'm freaking out if something else happens. Like what are you gonna do when you have? Uh, you said it. Like uh, twenty, thirty fantasy teams going. Like I,
2: it would it would absolutely uh, make me insane, George. That's tough. <laughs> Right. Plus, you know, generally uh, Sunday mornings, we're a little busy with work, you know, uh, another thing we're getting I, ready I, for I'm the games. radio show. We're doing right. yeah, we do, yeah, We do.
1: We do. We do radio. We bet, you know, me you, and Galena and uh, Bavona. We had the, we had the afternoon show. I'm betting the early game We're getting ready for the afternoon games. No, there's a lot of things going on, man. Like, you know what I mean? We got to have picks and yeah, I'm with you. It's it, it, it's a commitment, man, especially if you got like a girlfriend and family and stuff, too. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Football season kind of, you know, what I mean, you don't see people for a while. Well, George, we talked a little bit about the running back. So, oh yeah, just wanted to get your take, too, on uh, the Melvin Gordon situation. Uh, we didn't get into that. It looks very, very serious. Even Philip Rivers saying, you know, he likes the depth of the team. That's that's an interesting statement there. Uh, Eckler was good and Jackson was good at the end of the year. So I guess you got to be concerned because I think this one will bleed into the regular season. You have to be very, very scared right now if you own Melvin Gordon in a keeper league.
2: Yeah, I said, said the same thing uh, this morning. By the way, I agree with you. I think Gordon does go into the regular season. I think he could be. I don't think he'll pull a Bell and eat it the entire season. But I think he'll. Sh- he might sh- not show up and, if things don't change. He might not show up to week ten. Just get to get out of crude season. Yeah, and then move on from there. It wouldn't surprise me. Philip Rivers gotta be a little, I mean, he didn't say anything really all that inflammatory, but but once again, he probably should have avoided commenting at all.
1: Let's just say this, George, you're my partner. I go, you know what? We love love George on the team. Hopefully things can get done. That's what you say. That's what you say. If you were in a contract dispute with your work, I say, I love working with George on Saturday and Sunday. Knowledgeable guy, shows up for work all the time, great teammate. We all get along. Let's hope we hammer out a deal. You don't say, oh, you know, the rest of the guys are good. Don't worry about it. Like, you, you don't say that. No, That's not you know, the way to be. It's actually, and, and this is an interesting point Gabe and I brought up on the show, too. We were talking about it. Ben Roethlisberger with Bell. All these quarterbacks got paid, right? He has other running backs in the league. The Le'Veon Bell situation started at Melvin Gordon. They understand it's a marketplace. When you're a starting running back, you have a short window to make money, and these guys don't want to get screwed. Other running backs in the league are calling him up. Hey, good for you, Gordon. We love it. You know what I mean? We, we, he's basically, like when Bell did it, it's not just helping yourself. It's also helping other people in the league at your position. So it's a very serious thing, and he's not going to back down. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take a while.
2: Yeah, I think he's pretty pissed right now. That's why I think it is going to bleed to the regular season as well. Uh, I certainly would not in fantasy drafts. You're drafting this week, and I'm not taking him in the first round. That's not happening. Uh, I would I take Nick
1: Chubb ahead round. of him now.
2: Yes, I've dropped him down. He's the, he's a running back two for me right now. And it's, it's a shame, you know, because I, I had him at uh, about sixth overall. Me anyway. too. Barkley, I would have Elliott, him right McCaffrey.
1: around uh, Joe Mixon. Like around Barkley, Barclay, Elliott, McCaffrey. You know, Kamara Johnson, like around the, uh, you know, right, right around, uh, you know, where, where I had him at seven. Five, yeah, seven,
2: six The names seven. you mentioned, I also had Le'Veon Bell ahead of him. so I had him yep. at seven. Uh, now I would take Connor, Mixon, Cook ahead of him, and probably Chubb as well. So that moves around to a low end RB one, running back two. I, and I would you take him ahead go... of Gurley? I think I would too. Oh, Gurley, Gurley,
1: that's so Is tough. And he a bigger got worry to, to than it goes like so after like you know mixing so yeah like Bell Mixon, Connor, Chubb, and then what do you do like I I, still, I would take Gurley,
2: You would, I would take you Gurley's gonna play. You would go Gurley. Uh, he's gonna play Gordon. I don't know how much Cook, right? I would no. I would take Cook uh, Cook ahead of both. Interesting. Yeah, but I I think would I would take, take Gurley ahead of uh, Gordon because I have worries about Gurley go- obviously because I dropped him so low, but he's going to play.
1: Yeah, yeah. You like, you like Cook or Gurley. You like Cook over Gurley.
2: Yeah, because I, I know he's going to have issues. He's going to have, I mean, I keep going back to it. if the Rams truly believed that Gurley was going to be fine, why did you have to running back? Why did they re sign Malcolm Brown? They're covering their ass. I agree. So they know something's up.
1: So what do you do then? If, so if you're, the, if you're the Chargers, then what about Eckler and uh, Jackson? Like, what do you, what do, you, what do, you do? Like, how, how far did you move up Eckler now?
2: I can't move them up too far because once, these are not great running backs. They're solid, but they're not great, and they're going to split. Eckler and Jackson are going to split the role. I think Jackson's more of the Gordon role uh, where Eckler has a bigger role than what he had. So it's almost like a 50-50 split here. So I don't think either one of them's is uh, uh, certainly not a running back one or running back two. They're both running back threes now, and they'll both piss you off on certain days, especially when there's no bye weeks Yeah, and you're not getting full value out of it. When there's bye weeks, hey, we'll take any points we can get. But on when it is, not by weeks, and you know, everybody has full teams. It's gonna hurt when you ha- uh, when you can- you only start one of these guys. If you had both, you're only gonna start one, and you don't know what you're gonna get. I think Jackson's gonna be a touchdown guy, and you're, you're maybe a twenties guy. Eco's gonna run some as well. He's also gonna catch balls out of the backfield. You know, I think they'll they're gonna split up something like that. So in other words, there's nobody I'm dying to get here. And I think it's going to be so uh, great. I think it's going to be an issue all season long until Gordon shows up. And you know what? They might add somebody. You know, once roster cuts start happening, there'll be running backs that are released yes. by other teams. They might add somebody there, which just adds more confusion to this.
1: No, you're absolutely correct. It's an interesting situation. I got to tell you, though, George, if I'm the Chargers, like, I got bets on these guys. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit worried about what's going on. I know Phillip Rivers, he has a short window. Gordon's huge. Like, I, I can understand you can plug in these other guys, but... It's like the opposite. Kansas City has Hill coming back. Hill might be, you know, you say what you want about him. Is he a scumbag? Whatever. He's a damn good receiver and return man. He's fast as hell. And he's, he's going to make these guys better. I, I got the Chargers with all this stuff at like plus 260 in the division. I'm getting a little bit worried. Uh, you know what I'm saying, George? Like, I, I still like them this year, but it's very concerning. Let's just put it that way. And uh, Russell Okong's got, got health issues too. He's a key, he protects Phillip Rivers' uh, blind side.
2: Well, Joe Glee asked me this morning who I think is going to win this division. And I told him, two weeks ago, I had to charge winning the division. Yeah. Because two weeks ago, Melvin Gordon was going to play. Tyreek Hill wasn't. You know, and now that's all changed. You know, the NFL decided to let Tyreek Hill go, which is just really baffling to me. Absolutely baffling. And now uh, Melvin Gordon's holding out. And you and I, and I, once again, we both agree, Melvin Gordon's not going to play for a while. I don't know when that'll be, a couple of weeks. You know, how much money does he want to lose before he shows up? And that's when he loses what 40,000 what a is day. it 40 a day yeah 40 a day plus whatever game checks he'd miss once uh, the season starts so I don't know how much he's won well, he's putting
1: his foot down for the future that not just now for for like he's, he's taking a stand that's that's the thing that's why I think it could get absolutely ugly and might not play for a while uh, it, it, the thing is uh, it's he's made money but has he made that much money did you know what I mean it's it, it's a very interesting situation that's the thing
2: yeah, so right now, if I'm betting, I'm, you know, I, I'm going back to the Chiefs. They have a full team. I, I mean, know. it just comes down to that simple. The Chargers are already starting uh, at least one pressure down. You mentioned Okung, the injury as well. Uh, it, it's just logic to me. This is what. Once again, this is why future betting can be a problem, especially in the NFL where injuries are always popping up. And now we got all these holdouts that are taking place throughout football as well. Uh, and it, Gordon, out of all the holdouts, Elliot, Michael Thomas, yeah, uh, this is the one that worries me the most. I mean, Trent Williams for the uh, Redskins is holding out as well. Yeah, uh, as far as he's not a skill player, but that would crush Washington if he doesn't report. Oh, I
1: there. agree. And. <laughs> In his defense, though, like you know, what I mean, the guy had like a seizure done, right? He had like a growth and stuff. Like, they he's really, pissed. Yeah, like he's you know pissed what? at Washington. I'd be pissed too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're, you're, you're working for the, you're working for the guys, you have a growth, whatever. It's like, come on, guys. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I understand it's a business, but he's still, a human being. He's got a lot yeah, of anger. He,
2: he believes he believed they really they screwed him over. There. They misdiagnosed yeah. or they didn't care. Or they were they weren't doing what's best for him. They were doing what's best for the team. That sort of thing. So he's pissed. And uh, I think you and I talked about it. I was wondering. Had he gotten over it the past couple of months, or is he still pissed? Well, no, he's he still report. pissed. Still pissed. <laughs> <laughs> still angry. I can't so blame now we him know. Though, George. I don't. Blame I don't blame him. either. I don't blame him either. Not in the least. But he's still an angry. He's still an angry man. And that that's a that's a big blow to the the, the entire Redskins team. Not that you were taking the passing game, but you were drafting Adrian Peterson. You were drafting Darius Geis, running back twos, running back threes. But still, that hurts if he doesn't. If he decides not to show there. I don't think the Redskins weren't doing all that much this year anyway. But this hurts even more for that team if he won't play there. I do think Ezekiel Elliott will show or or get signed. I think Jerry Jones will, will make sure that that doesn't happen. I think the same thing with Michael Thomas. The Saints have already offered. Now, when, whenever you hear this, you know, the Saints have offered Thomas the most money for uh, a wide receiver. Well, what's the guaranteed money there, buddy? That's what you want to hear. Yeah. You know, so I don't know if it's, if it's the most money, it's the most guaranteed money. It's kind of like the, the most money. It's kind
1: of li- it's kind of like the Daniels deal, right? He signs a one-year um, deal with Detroit, Green, uh, former Green Bay defensive tackle, right against their rival. He gets nine point one, seven point eight of it's guaranteed. I like it. I like that's the only thing Yep.
2: Right. That's the only thing that these players care about. What's the guaranteed money? Everything else is paper money. Yeah. You know, like that goes away when these teams release you. So uh, that's why we don't know what Thomas has. He really been offered the most money, or is he not offered the most money? You know, we'll see when that comes out. But I think that deal gets done. I think New Orleans are honest, understands. I- <laughs>
1: We have usually, the time. We, have, we don't have a choice. I'll take the side of players, but if they offered them like 19, you, you know, you talk about the guaranteed, but come on, dude. Like 19 million, 20 million. Like, you know what I mean? The guy's been in the league for three damn years, George. I know he's, he's amazing, had, but come
2: he on. He has the leverage. There's no other receiver on that I team. I know. He, knows <laughs> it. he, he has <laughs> yes. leverage. Teams use the leverage. Yes, so why should they players do. be able yeah, to use no. it?
1: You bring up you know, excellent
2: uh, points. That's a I lot that of thinks, dough, though. That being said, if everything's even and they have, you know, I think the, wide, the leading wide receiver are making eighteen million a year. That's right. And if the guaranteed money's right and they have offered them nineteen, well, then you've gotten, you've you've done what you set out to do. Yes. If you're asking for twenty-two, uh come on, come on. You're not going to reset the market by, you know, twenty-five percent. That's ridiculous. You, know, you want to get the twenty? If that's your magic number, good luck. I mean, it's negotiable, but one million dollars shouldn't keep you out of. Uh, out that's of the what playing. I'm saying.
1: Like I, I, I like Thomas a lot. His numbers are absolutely stellar. He's made progressions every year, but it's a hell of a lot of money. Anyway, George, we'll go uh, talk a little bit more uh, football, get through the baseball too, uh, go through. Uh, We've got to start getting the betting board. First game at 3 o'clock, as I mentioned, Jays and Rays. It's the Weekend Wagers show. Stuart, Kurtz, and Engel coming back at you. room, We'll talk a little NASCAR tomorrow with our boy, uh, Sean Angle, get ready for the race, but uh, welcome back weekend wagers. I'm Cam Stewart along with George Kurt, Sean Engel, and guys, get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook. Hey, listeners of this show can get a risk-free bet up to 500 bucks. It's a wicked deal. Here's how it works. One, create a DraftKings sports account. Two, make a deposit. And three, place your first bet and DraftKings will match it up to 500 bucks. Yep, 500 bucks. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. Act quickly because this offer is not going to be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over New Jersey the only eligibility restrictions apply see website for full details george we were talking about the charger bets in kansas city and um, how things have changed and yeah i kind of wish i could uh, you know get that uh, charger bet back i'm a little bit worried with all the things that are happening there in kansas city getting healthier all the time what did you make of uh um, uh, Le'Veon Bell talking about the 500 touches. Pretty excited if uh, you uh, ha- held Le'Veon Bell and you own him in certain keeper leagues and uh, knew he was going to come back and you didn't get rid of him. So what do you think about it? Um, I gotta believe. I think he. I, I think he's going to have an absolutely huge year, George. I'm going to take him over. Like other than Barkley, Elliott, McCaffrey, Kamara, uh, you, I think you can make a case like he could even be right around there. Like would you would you rather have him or David Johnson? That's the question.
2: I'd rather have David Johnson. Uh, but I have Bell next. So yeah. once again, you're you're splitting hairs here. Uh, I mean, the Scott Fishbowl. I took uh Bell, and all the guys you just named, and Johnson, and I think Gordon might have went as well. So I, I got him at 11. I was happy to get him. Uh, so I'm not really worried about Bell. You know, the Jets are improving team. I don't think no more 500 touches. That's ridiculous. I like think yeah. could be in the hospital if yeah. not the morgue. Uh, so I don't think that's going to happen. I but, like his uh,
1: enthusiasm
2: though. Well, he has to be enthusiastic. After holding out all of last year, he better be enthusiastic. All right? So uh, that certainly didn't work out for him. Uh, Just pretty much, you know, shitting away $14 million. I don't think I'd do that. Um, So, uh, listen, I do like Bill. I think he'll be fine. You know, uh, I do wonder if he's a little rusty to start the season and gets better as the season goes on from there. Uh, It would be nice if Sam Donald takes that next step for him, too, in the passing game to keep men out of the box. So uh, I like Bill. I don't know if he'll ever be the player he was at Pittsburgh. Once again... You know, there's no Antonio you know, Brown or Rutgersberger. Right, it was a good situation there, but he is a good back. He's it's not all Pittsburgh that made him great.
1: I agree, and you have You have like like. Like over like guys like Joe Mixon, it's funny in some rankings he's like number eight or nine. But I'm with you, George. I like him a lot higher. I think he's gonna. I would actually consider taking him over. I think I'm going to take him over uh, David Johnson. If I'm in my draft and he's there. I'm going to take a shot with Bell over Johnson. That's that's just me though. But you're right. It's like it's it's gotta, like pick him, flip a coin. But I don't know. We'll we'll see. With the, I like the Jets upside a little bit more than the Cardinals, even though they have Kyler Murray.
2: Yeah. I would probably take Johnson. I like Johnson a lot. Johnson's very good back here, so I would take Johnson ahead of him, uh, ahead of. Him. But, but like I said I said, They're back to back, so I'm not arguing with anybody who has Bell ahead of him. I, I don't. I think that's kind of silly when people do that. Oh, what I had him at six, you had him at seven. What are we arguing about? But people like to argue about everything. You, know, you, you do what you want here. Exactly. Uh, that's just the way I believe. You, you just do what you want. You don't. You believe fine. You don't believe fine. Whatever. Whatever you want to do, go for it's it. it. Uh, I just think once again, if it was me personally. mm-hmm. Uh, I, I have Johnson. I, he's done it before, keeps doing it. Bell is in a new situation, we'll see. But you can easily make the argument that Bell has you know, a, a better quarterback, Donald over Mylet Murray, or at least a better throwing quarterback, I should say, and better uh, some receivers to get the ball to. The Fitzgerald's there, but I don't like much else after that. You know, it's, really, it's strictly uh, how you feel. If you like Bell, go for it. If you like uh, If you prefer Johnson, go for it. I have Johnson, but I argue with nobody who takes Bell.
1: Yeah, George, I know we're talking a little fantasy. Let's uh, dip in. Have you looked at the the early lines in the NFL, the way too early lines, and checked out some of the matchups for week one?
2: No, no, I I don't think I would touch those now. Anyway, too much is going to change. You know, too much is going to change. I'm actually thinking about
1: betting a few games now.
2: (laughs) I'm sure the line for the the Cowboys over the uh, Giants just went up when they have no receivers left. Let's
1: take a look at that, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's... um, I think it was seven on my book. I see seven and a half. Dallas uh, versus the Giants, 425, minus seven and a half, total 46 and a half. Cowboys minus 360 money line and the Giants plus 280. That thing will go up to probably eight or eight and a half, maybe nine by game time.
2: If, I would, I would think once the, once the Cowboy money really starts to roll in here, that that spread's going to go up.
1: Can I throw a few at you, George, if you have any early leans? Just kind of uh, yeah, play the game here. Yeah, this is what we do, right? The, you know, sometimes if something's if you can lock it in now and you get a better line, this is actually smart to do. It's basically like stocks. Like, are you good are you buying in? So first game on Thursday, this is very, very tight. Green Bay at Chicago. Chicago, minus three and a half, total forty-six Bears, minus one eighty money line. Packers plus one sixty. That hook might be big. I like the Bears, but it's interesting how you got the three and a half instead of the three flat with more juice. I kind of lean Bears in this game to win by, you know, three or four. And that's exactly where the
2: line is. George, what do you think? I lean Bears as well. I mean, week one, Thursday, this is the first game that the crowd's going to be rocking. And Green Bay doesn't really generally play all that well in Chicago. And Chicago's a good team. I don't I'm I'm not sold to Green Bay. I'm just I'm with, I know Green what Bay.
1: I am with you. I I'm looking at the Green Bay and everyone's talking about Rodgers, Lafleur. everything's going to be better. They still have young receivers. Air Rodgers, though, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think, think it's all McCarthy's fault. I just look at Green Bay. I think there's weakness in so many areas with that team right now. There is no guarantees and that bears defense could absolutely maul Aaron Rodgers. Like, he could be in big trouble that game. They've knocked him around before. I know the comeback game. I get it. But this is a, a point where I think the Bears could absolutely, like, just kill them. Revenge for all the time that uh, Green Bay has beaten them in the past, George. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bears won the game by a touchdown. You know, it's three and a half. I want to take Chicago really bad, buddy. That's what I'm saying. Like, I want to lay it down with the Bears.
2: Yeah, the Bears are the Bears are a solid squad. I mean, they're a solid squad. That defense is, gr- is very, very good. I, I think the Bears and Vikings battle it out all season long. Uh, I think, once again, I think the Vikings have the better offense. But yeah, me too. Defense, but, but both teams have good units. But I would just uh, I would edge for one or the other. It you know, would shock me if maybe Chicago loses because they have, they have, their kickers always seem to screw them up.
1: True. Yeah, no, yeah. The, the, you bring up good points. They would have been nice if they kicked that kicker, blew it. You know, we could have had, we could, we could, have had some fun there. Atlanta and Minnesota, Atlanta's uh, plus four, Minnesota at home, minus four. George, I'll tell you something. These week one lines, like we've talked about it. Like Gabe and I have been over them. I talked to Mike Blewett about it. Uh, Dane, we were going through the lines. These are tough games, the first game. So Minnesota hosting Atlanta, minus four, 47 and a half. Vikings minus 200, Atlanta plus 170. Tough game. I like the Vikings, but the Falcons are going to be a good team this year. That's tough.
2: I'd lean Falcons 18. plus four. These are two very good teams. I mean, I, I like both teams here. Play, uh, I, I think one. Of the, these are two of the best in the NFC. I think I, think I had... I think they're representing the NFC in the Super Bowl. I think I had... Nice, George. Balls. Listen, they're a good squad. They have they have some issues. Had a lot of victories last year, and I do wonder how this offense works when Freeman goes down long-term. You know, I, I do want to, I think they'll have some problems there. But I think this team is really, really good. Uh, I, I, said, I think they're... Eagles, Cowboys, Vikings, Bears, uh, Falcons, Saints, assuming everything works out there, Rams. I think those are your teams. I think those are the best teams in the NFC. And not much separates one from the other. Really. I mean,
1: uh, I'm with you. you I I agree 100%. it's tough week one and, and even the easy games like hard it's, it's early so this one I think people will be looking at Baltimore but uh, kind of put the brakes on Baltimore at Miami Ravens minus four and a half Dolphins plus four and a half total very low 37 and a half they expect defense Ravens minus 225 money line. Miami plus 185 Miami might not be a fun place to play in the heat there I'm just not comfortable laying uh, four and a half for the Ravens to win by five on the road even though I think they're a better team George
2: I would agree I mean, one thing about week one is, uh, you know, not all teams are going to hit the ground running. Exactly. But they're going to be great right away. They're going to be teams that are st- still a work in progress. You know, and Bill Belichick will t- admit that with uh, New England. It takes uh, like four, six weeks before you really feel you're, you're there. Uh, people are going to blame it, of course, on the practice. You know, we don't get enough 2 days during training camp. We don't get enough practice, period, to hit the ground running. That's why football sometimes is mm, not the greatest early on here. And uh, I, I sort of get that here. And you're also looking here, playing in Miami in September is brutal. It's hot. So it gives the Dolphins an edge here. That being said, the Dolphins suck. They're a bad team. You know, this is the tank for two and all that. I may not bet the game, but I wouldn't bet on Miami. I can tell you that. I, 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 may, I may decide both was not worth it, you know, to, to lay the points there because of uh, maybe they'll will in the second half here. But I, I don't know if I'll bet on Miami all season long. Yeah.
1: Next game, Jet, oh, This is another one: Buffalo at the Jets. Jets minus three, Buffalo plus three. Thirty-eight and a half is your total. Jets money line minus one seventy. Bills plus one fifty. I want to take the points with the Bills, but uh, another tough divisional game. These games are out of the gate and they're tough. George.
2: Yeah, I mean that's uh, not surprising uh, because but, we don't have, we don't really have a true feel for anything yet about how these teams are playing. So I'm not uh, surprised that the uh, the is a little tougher than we like. Uh, I think the Bills. We know i have discussed it many times. I love this defense. My so do God, I. do I love this defense! But this offense is a—it's scary. <laughs> it's a work in progress to put, and I put it nicely, right? I mean, they might—they might at least show a McCoy now. Okay, you know, I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm not, but uh, you know, still, it's the one of the few name players you have there. I think the Jets are the second best team behind the Patriots, and they're a work in progress as well. But they're. Further along, or at least they're maybe that's because they're more well balanced. Cam because they do have some sort of an offense, they do have some sort of a defense that I like them better. So I think the Bills' defense is championship caliber, but that offense is high schoolish. Yeah, it is that sort I, of thing
1: i agree uh, maybe yeah it's a low total in this game 38 and a half we'll see I, li- I like i like the defense that could be a real grind about game kc at jacksonville interesting nick Foles' home debut kc minus four with all the weapons back huge total here college total 52 and a half uh kc minus 210 jags plus 175 i like kc but it's hard to go against those home dogs early jacksonville's defense was respectable but he's a better team george
2: they are, but at minus 210, that's a little rough. Oh, i just
1: going to, I don't know if I would do that. Uh, they're basically telling you, like, you know, if you want the money line, you're going to pay through your ass for it. You know, like, if you don't want to lay the points, like, yeah, that's, it's crazy because most of them look at the other ones. Minus three and a half for the Bears is minus 180 money line. You look at uh, uh, Minnesota, minus 200. And this one is minus 210. So, yeah, they are jacking up the juice every way possible. Squeeze, squeeze. We're getting squeezed, Kurtz.
2: I'm wondering if that over is a little too, too high. You know, yeah. Jacksonville, we really – I mean, Jacksonville has a very good defense as well. Are we, are we thinking Casey's really going to score 35, 38 points against them too? You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, are they jacking that up because it's KC and they think it's going to pick up where they left off last season? Uh, this is a game where I, I won't – if I do, it'll be have to be a parlay. I'm not going to go minus 210. Uh, 52 and a half. Hmm. I might take something on the under there. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a lot, because I may be wrong on this. Maybe KC is ready to take off again. But I wonder if defenses have caught up to KC a little bit. And like I said, Jacksonville is a good defense anyway. Next game, Rams
1: minus three on the road against Carolina. Total 51, Rams minus a buck 55. Carolina plus 135 money line. Should be the Rams, but uh, another game going on the road. Eh, nothing's easy in this league.
2: No, it was, was at home and the spread be high here. I kind of like the Rams. I don't I think Carolina's all that great. I don't. I, yeah, yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah, I agree and, with you.
2: Uh the shoulder here. I think yeah. I think they're aggressive. I think this is once again a team of seven and nine teams somewhere around there. I think the Rams are still the class here. So this is a game where I probably would have money on on uh, the Rams. There'll be no silence of the Rams. <laughs> <on something. laughs> wah, wah, wah,
1: wah. I like that silence. No silence of the Rams says Kurtz. Next one we like this one George. Cleveland at all. Minus minus five and a half. Tennessee plus five and a half. Forty five and a half your total. Browns minus two forty five money line. Poof. Tennessee plus
2: two hundred and five. Eileen Titans, George. That's a lot of points. This is hilarious. Everyone, I mean, there's so much Cleveland hype, and I Oh, I here. know. Cleveland rocks. Okay, we'll see. We will have see. We ever, have <laughs> we ever?
1: seen this much hype I'm I mean, taking ever. the Titans at that at minus five and a half.
2: Suck it, right, George? That's that's so crazy. I, I'm, I'm getting plus five and a half, plus two hundred. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, I'll take that. Uh just, just for the sake of that the spreads to I'll take my chance. If I lose, I understand I I think Cleveland is the better team, mind you, but maybe they get up to a slow start because that's all we're doing is talking about them. And there'll be so much pressure yep. here. I'll take my five and a half points here as well. Divisional game. Uh,
1: Washington at Philadelphia. Philadelphia minus nine. Skin plus nine total, forty six and a half. Eagles minus four hundred money line, Washington plus three twenty. I think the Eagles win, but that's a lot of points in a divisional game there, George.
2: That's a hell of a lot of points, but this is a game I can't touch because, A, oh, we mentioned Trent Williams. he coming back. Uh, who's starting a quarterback for Washington? That, yeah, that's uh, why it's so high, either. I
1: think. That's why it's so okay. high.
2: That being said, there's, I can't think of a situation or anywhere where I'm taking Washington. But minus 410, are you kidding me? I mean, um, I can't take the Eagles at that price either.
1: Oh, next next game, we hit the 4 o'clock set. My Shithawks hosting Cincinnati minus 8 for Seattle. Cincinnati plus 8 total, 43 and a half. Seattle minus 390. Moneyline Bungles plus 310. I think Seattle wins. 8's a lot of points again. Like That's a big number to cover, even though I don't believe in the Bengals
2: that Bengals, another team that's uh, not going anywhere. They'd be looking to win three, four games. Uh, Seattle is certainly the better team. It's so hard to play in Seattle, but minus 400. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yikes. I know. That's yeah. what I told you, George. Like, I'm looking at these early lines. I think I think we found something. Like, if you like dogs and you're, you know what I mean, you could really, like, state a claim right now. I think a lot of these lines are going to go down by game time instead of going up. Like, there's some big, big pooch numbers there. If
2: you like the dogs early, well, you These might want to jump in huge now. They are. Numbers. They're big. I mean, minus 400. Are you kidding me? Uh, but, I, but I understand why. I mean, Seattle's a better team here, and it's at well, home. You know what I would do? And I, it's kind of like the parlays
1: we worry about, but teasing Seattle down to minus one with the Eagles minus two, something along those lines, or you can do it with another team. Right, George? Like, I think both of those teams win. I just worry about covering the number so you could jack yes. down that that teaser. I think Seattle minus 1 even if they push on it, right? Like they win by one and the Eagles like you know. I, I I think that's I think that's good enough. I, I I that's what I would do with those big favorites. I'd
2: knock them down. Yeah, there are quite a few teams you can do teasers with. I mean you can get, you get the Rams plus 4. I kind of like yeah, that. Yeah, I like that too. I like that you know, too. I, I wouldn't have an issue uh, Seahawks, Seahawks minus 1. I think that's now you got pretty much yeah. pick pick. I'll, I'll definitely take right. chances there. And there's no way Philadelphia loses to Washington. So uh, I'll take that as well.
1: Yeah, I'm with you, George. And we'll go through the rest of the board. There's actually one game that I bet, George, and it's going to be interesting. I don't think it's going to be a popular play, but I really, really like it, and I think a lot of people are going to be on the other side, so I'll get George's opinion there, and we'll start going through baseball with the first game. Hopefully, we got some lineups for the 3 and 4 o'clock games going off Jays and Tampa Bay. They kick things off on the betting board at 3.07 Eastern. I'm Cam Stewart, along with George Kurtz and Sean Engle. This is Weekend Wagers. More betting talk
2: and fun after a short break, everybody i yeah. yeah.